When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He likes a good time. He comes alive oh, we're going on a tour of Oprah's properties on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Ooh, hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, I'm good. Now, I am impressed uh, that in the past 48 hours, you've become a real estate expert. Yeah, I don't. I mean, uh, COVID, man, this is really. Everybody's picking up hobbies. Everybody <laughs> to sort of come up with a second gig just in case. You never know. Okay, so. I've been really into the real estate thing, and um, I have a new uh, focus, and that's Oprah Winfrey's properties. She wanted me to take inventory of everything she's got. I think she forgets half the time how many properties she has, so I'm kind of looking through everything. And she did tell me, um, the good news is uh, I can show them to you if you're interested, and um, if you're if if you're interested, I could give you one of them. Or, do I you mean, want one? Duh. I mean, it's kind of nice of her. She was like, eh, you know, no big deal. Take one uh, for yourself. Quick question. Yeah. Are there more than I have fingers on my hand? Well, let's figure out, shall we? Let's. That's not going to work the way it's supposed to. Okay. Do this. Play the thing. Oh. So this is what we did. We packed. No, nope, that's nope, not what that's we're doing. That's not her. My favorite, favorite, <laughs> favorite, favorite, favorite of all, of all time. time. Okay, remember that? Yeah, I do. So Oprah has so many properties. Here's the truth, you guys. I found this article and I got real bored yesterday and I started clickety clacking, um, I think after the show of no, this was actually before the show yesterday. This article from MSN Money, Inside Oprah's one hundred million dollar plus collection of amazing homes. Mm-mm. And at first it was like, she has over a hundred million homes? No, she has a hundred million dollars <laughs> plus worth of homes, which oh should gosh. come as no surprise. And then there's like this, this slideshow of thirty-seven bits and pieces. They're not all homes. Oh my god. There's only a I handful know. that we're okay. gonna talk about today. But some of these I guarantee you don't know anything about. And I want you to play the home game if you like. You can go through the slideshow. Um, and I think the link that I gave you starts at slide number one. If it doesn't, just Correct. back it, it does. up uh, to slide number one. Um, and it, again, is totally up to you. You can have one of these homes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So where do you want to start? We can start in Montecito. Now, she actually owns two properties, I think, if not more in Montecito. But specifically, oh, no, I think there's 
No, there's two. Yeah, How there's do you two in Montecito. Where, which Montecito residents you're going to hang out? There's in. Seam Air Farm. It's a farm in Montecito, and then there's the the first one I was going to tell you about called Oprah's Promised Land Estate, the main house in Montecito. I mean, are you looking at that one? Yeah. Okay, so is this not the most amazing house? Slash, to call it a house is really an understatement. Right. That's what's that's what's frustrating about this is that there should be a whole separate word for these particular residences of hers. Do you know what it actually reminds me of? Honestly, in a lot of ways, it reminds me of Glen Sheen Mansion. Oh, sure. Really? But, yeah. I mean, it's bigger. So? Tell me it's more. bigger. But the but the estate, like the garden side of the side that that faces Lake Superior of Glen Sheen has the same kind of like step down thing that you see in her and it's just very estately yeah and there's like a fountain and it just looks very rich so now super rich people i didn't know about this did you know about this so back in 2001 she was invited to a party at this estate and it's in montecito now why is montecito important well that is where um will nope that's not his name harry and megan just bought their place yep near santa barbara Mm -hmm. she instantly fell in love with this tranquil 42 acre property so much so that she convinced the owners at the time robert and marlene to sell it to her okay this is why you don't want oprah showing up at your party because she's gonna buy you well you know that's (laughs) what they used to say about queen mary a hundred years ago like she would show up and be like i love that vase and if she said that you better give her that dumb vase otherwise you're gonna oh my god things are gonna happen she was very sticky fingered that way um so anyway so yeah she convinced them to give it to her it wasn't even on the market so she just wrote him a check for 52 million dollars Oh, I did that yesterday to somebody. Loop. $88 million <laughs> it's worth today on 70 acres. Oh, my word. Remember I said originally it was 42 acres, but Oprah knows a good thing. She started buying up the neighbors' <sighs> houses so that she could combine this. It's like a Megatron of like real estate in Santa Barbara so that she could make it 70 acres. Mm-mm. So she now has 70 acres, 23,000 square feet. On an impressive neo-Georgian pile. What that does means. that mean? That means she has no, more money. No, I it's a new Georgian pile. What did I say? Just, no, it's, I, just, I made that. I was just oh. saying that's what it is. It's not. I don't know what that means. Still. Ollie. So this house, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's now worth $90 million. Yeah. <gasps> oh, is it on the market? How do you know that? Well, no, I'm looking at some article on the internet saying that the Montecito compound, the big one, the promised land compound, she bought it for $50 million. It's now worth $90 million. Well, I mean, and to be fair, she bought up neighboring properties, which adds to the value. So it's now 70 acres. Um, It's got landscape Mm -mm. grounds, rose gardens, terraces. So this is this is like your classic estate. So do you want the classic no, estate? No, I don't think I do. It looks too fancy for me, and that's a lot of space, and I can't mow that much grass. Okay, well, now I want to get on a plane, and we're going to go to Hawaii. Oh, fun. Okay. Because I want to tell you, and I didn't realize she had a... I don't think I knew that she had a place in in Hawaii. And it's um, a Maui... It's called the Maui Estate, Kula, in Kula, Hawaii. Is that the island? Hey, that's the other thing you got to do when you have a whole lot Hawaii. of places, is you got to name them. Right. Now, in 2003, she bought this thing um, for about $5.3 million. And originally, and this is on the Hawaiian island of Maui, it, originally it was 23 acres. 
telling you, it's now 163 acres. What? How, she just like starts buying up all the stuff around it? She literally has bought acres and acres in la- of land and at least a dozen buildings that are connected. I think that that's a lot of Hawaii then that she owns. She's basically <laughs> trying to buy Hawaii. I am just saying. I have heard that she's one of the largest landowners in Hawaii. I, that is oh. not surprising in the least. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it. She apparently loves hosting her friends and family for island vacations there. Um, also, I think she turned this into a bed and breakfast, if I remember correctly. Oh my gosh, it is Gorgeous. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty nice. I'm okay now. I'm looking at a spread from Oprah Magazine in her um, Maui estate. Oh my god. Okay, so that's that's like your tropical paradise, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if I told you you could also have a ski chalet in Telluride? Now this sounds like my speed. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't have pegged you for a ski love, chalet in Telluride. Love the mountains. Okay. I find them to be very majestic. Um, well, let me tell you about the... I don't ski, but I, I'll pretend. Oh, see, I just feel like that's a broken leg. Yeah. I'll Look, buy the outfits, though. Um, she apparently loves skiing as well, and she bought this holiday home near the slopes. Uh, it's on a jaw-dropping 8,700-square-foot property. And this is gorgeous. It looks like floor-to-ceiling windows. I don't like the cabinetry. decoration, but it's beautiful. It has a 56-foot cellar with 1,600 bottles of wine. Uh, I'm there. Sounds great. It also has a $150,000 glass walkway with fiber optic lights that change color. A bathroom. Get this, Colleen. We know Mm -hmm. Oprah loves a good bathtub. Mm -hmm. Why? Because she has a laser-cut tub that fits just her. She also has a $70,000 bathtub in this Telluride Ski chalet with inline heating that keeps the water consistently warm. Yep. It has a smoke sauna uh-huh. and a private funicular uh-huh. railway. Yes. That costs two hundred and forty thousand. Yep. That's my spot. That's where I'm going. Right. I'm sorry. I peaked early. That's the one I want. All right. So you don't want to. You're. I sure don't need you- her horse place. I don't need her orcas islands with the laser cut tub. I don't need right. any of that. I want the chalet. You want the chalet. Give me. The chalet. All right, Holly, uh, Grant, you guys want to take one of these other ones? Off her hands? I can embrace opulence. I will take the Montecito estate. I oh, can handle okay. it. Mm. I do the Maui. It's just, it's like yes, a farm, a yes. ranch, and oh, she's got all, all kinds of different things she's growing out there. I've, I've actually seen it myself. It's oh, amazing. Have you, have you been there? And I mean, you've yeah. like seen it in person. Yeah, I've been out, to, when I was out there not too long ago, I have my, my best friend from college. I went to college out in California, so he lives out there. And, you know, we drove around, he'd point out, I mean, you just look up and it's just this mountain farm that is just gorgeous. And it's a massive like ranch that's beautiful. So it looks gorgeous. I'll take the hidden oasis. All right. I guess I'll have to suffer for Holly. Which one did you take again? The Montecito one? She went Montecito. Maybe I'll just take Mm -hmm. the, oh, actually, no, what? I'm going to take, no, I don't want to be that far north. I don't want to be that far north. I'm going to take the Montecito farm because then I can have a farm and it'll be warm. Well, it looks like Oprah's out of properties yeah. now, she thanks to us. Them. She doesn't need them all. She can't be at all of them at the same time. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes uh, from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching this weekend. And actually, 
this he's doing a whole thing today wondering about HBO Max. Is it worth it? We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, each and every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We like to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching. Uh, hey, Paul. Hey, Colleen. Hey, Bradley. Hi, Paul. It's amazing. Thank you for joining us today. Now, I, I'm excited about this because um, I got suckered into HBO uh, Max, and now I'm with you it. Don't understand. You're in for a treat. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay, so you're do you want to you, you're asking the question is HBO Max worth it? Actually, you're answering that question for I'm gonna us. Spend, I'm going to say yes, it's worth it and I'll tell you why. Okay, perfect. So, to give a little context. This is the new streaming service through HBO. And if you're thinking, well, what if I already watch HBO on Xfinity? Well, if that's the case, like we have not cut the cord yet. We still pay for cable. We then got grandfathered into HBO Max. So not only do I still get all my great HBO programming, but then I get all of the original HBO Max content that's through the app, like this new Seth Rogen movie that I watched called An American Pickle. I watched that movie and then thought, well, what else is this HBO Max got to offer? And then I got sucked into a huge queue of all of their back catalog of shows, all of their original programming, like this Amy Schumer docu-series, Expecting Amy, and then a Kendrick show called Love Life. I also partner with Turner Classic Movies, DC, Studio Ghibli, Looney Tunes. Oh, wow. So there really is something for everyone on HBO Max. And if you can't find something, you're doing it wrong. Now, I will say that the new Seth Rogen movie, An American Pickle, is not good. Well, this, you had me at Seth Rogen. You had me you at had Pickle. You had me at Pickle as well. <laughs> yeah, so when I saw this, because I've seen this advertised in the corners of my uh, browsers in random places. You know, I'll see Seth Rogen running mm-hmm. from pickles or something. Yeah. What, what, what is this and where did it come from? So it was a movie that he made, and the premise is that he plays two roles, one being this Eastern uh, European immigrant that works in this pickle factory, but then gets stuck in a vat of pickle brine and preserved for 100 years, cut to 2019, and the vat breaks breaks open, and he's kind of unleashed onto Brooklyn 2019, and his great-grandson, also played by Seth Rogen, then kind of takes him in as his only heir, and it kind of becomes this fish-out-of-water satire on what's happening today. Wow. That's what it tries to do, but A, it's not funny, and B, just feels long and tiresome. Is this the one where when he was interviewed, he basically said, like, I really enjoyed working with myself on this movie? Um, because he just basically admits that he's essentially stoned constantly. I mean, it's very likely because usually we're used to him, like the the great grandson character, not necessarily a stoner, but he's an app developer. So he can do this role in his sleep. Mm -hmm. And the other. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...role is more of like a caricature type role. And then they're bickering back and forth. So if you want to see Seth Rogen just bicker at himself in two different characters, that's what it is. As the the immigrant character um, becomes viral for making these artisanal street pickles using rainwater, I mean, the whole concept is absurd. Two out of five tickets. You don't need to watch it. I don't even know how you got that second star or ticket star. I don't know where you found it. It was in Nevada Pickles, I bet. I I mean, did they at least give you, like, a pickle recipe? Like... (laughs) I mean, I'm here I'd be for pickles. Sure, like you could jot down what he's doing if you really want to get all crafty and make your own homemade pickles and put it up can out in the rain. No thanks. No, can out you. in the rain. What do you? What do you? How do you make pickles? Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like them. What else? Not my snack of choice. What else would we find on uh, HBO Max? Well, there's some really great HBO shows. Watchmen is up for 26 Emmy nominations this year. It is one of the best TV series. It's a limited series that I've seen in the, like, the last five years. Have you, either of you two watched it? No. It's not in the fall, but it's getting a lot of buzz right now. Yes, because of the Emmys. But the first episode um, takes place and kind of launches from the Tulsa Massacre. So we heard about it kind of really coming into play again in June. And it stars Regina King, Gene Smart. I mean, hello. You can't get oh, any better than those two. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Powerhouse actresses, very complicated themes. It's a daring, very high concept based on a graphic novel. It will make you think. It will question how you see society. I mean, you have things like white nationalists. You have things like racism and cops and vigilantes and wearing masks. You know, so there's a lot that goes into it. And every episode just leaves you wanting more and that kind of cliffhanger feel. And is it just the one season? Yep, it's a, it's a limited series. It's nine episodes that are each about an hour long. And there's debate because it did so well. There's a debate if they want to, like, do more with these characters. They really yeah. wrapped up this storyline well. But it's from Damon Lindelof, who's one of the creators of Lost. And he's like, I don't know if I want to take this on again. I don't know what story I would tell. So if we did see a season two, there would be a lot of thought put into what what arc are we going to tell with that hmm. How many ticket stubs for that one? Five out of five for Watchmen. I would love Ooh. to go back and watch it again because there's just so much in it. And watching Regina King, who I bow down to, Gene Smart, who I bow down to, working together and sometimes at odds is fantastic. Okay, I, this is good to know because I do need another series to start. I am oh. just, I'm very uh, heartened by the fact that it sounds like there's a pretty extensive back catalog because I'm the kind of person with a streaming service that wants to get lost and maybe not necessarily the most popular thing right now, but like I want to go, right. I want to do some like archaeology in the yeah. 
you know, in the... And one of the things that they have a big true crime documentary section, too, on the oh, HBO Max. Awesome. You can really get lost oh. in their documentary, too. You had a set true crime. Uh, <laughs> Paul McGuire-Grimes, thank you for joining us. Thanks, for Thanks Paul. Me. Talk to you again next week. That's Paul from Paul's Trip to the Movies. You can check him out online on his website, on his Instagram, on his Twitter. He, he, lots of ways to get in touch with Paul. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. After this, I'm... Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of dirty, excuse me, crazy, stupid idiots. Sometimes they're dirty. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Sometimes dirty in the state of Florida. Florida. Boston. Nope, that's not true. I lied. I do love Boston. That's my next one. First, I'd like are to start. Are you or are you not a knock? <laughs> you know what I like to say? What? In my Boston. Okay, fine. We'll say in Boston. I'll do that one first. In my Boston accent, I like to say, the chatter here is so good, it's like art. Yeah. Do you know how I learned that? In the car. Uh, it was on one of those hotel channels when I stayed in Boston one <laughs> oh, time when my brother you. was looking at colleges. And I remember taking a nap and that thing kept looping back. The chatter, he is so good. It's like at. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so this happened uh, in Boston. Uh, a guy uh, met a 24-year-old woman named Selena Rivera Apodaca on a dating app. Uh, she was visiting Boston from Kent, Washington. And uh, I think we all know that the dating app was Tinder. I make, I don't know for sure, but it just that sounds like a Tinder meeting, right? Like we were in the area. Let's meet up in the hotel lobby on Tuesday morning. So he was all excited. He's like, oh, yeah, she's I mean, she's a good looking gal. I'm going to go uh, meet up with her in the hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. They talked for about a half hour and then she invited him up to her room, which is what you do on a Tuesday morning date, right? Tuesday morning date. Yeah, they had a Tuesday morning date in the hotel lobby of her hotel. She's not weird. even from Boston. No, she's from Kent, Washington. They talked for a half hour. She invites him up to her room. And when they got up there, what do you think happened next? Um, some, nope. something naughty. No, not that, actually. <laughs> actually, it was naughty, but not that kind of naughty. She pulled out a pink taser. What? And told him to empty his pockets. She was trying to. Oh, my God. She was stealing. Yeah. Or she mm-hmm. was thieving. Or what do you call that? Robbing. Robbing. Working. Mm-hmm. Working. Yeah. Doing yeah. her job. Exactly. Uh, he gave her. Uh, some of what was in his pockets, about $100, and then he left, and he went immediately down to hotel security and was like, that woman that I was on my Tuesday morning date with just robbed me of my money. Now, here's the best part of the story. If you were her, 
and you've just tased a guy and taken his money. Question, do you A, stay in the room, or B, leave quickly? Anyone? Oh, you got to quickly. Yeah, you, yeah, gotta you gotta get out of there, right? Yeah. Not I'm this. Like, isn't this o- it's so obvious? It's so obvious. Not apparently to Selena Rivera Apodaca. <laughs> She's celebrating. She stayed in the room with her hundred dollars and, and her party. Like I'm gonna enjoy this hotel experience. Yeah. She was in the in the whirlpool tub. Yeah. So the cops come and they're like, uh, "Sir, where's uh, what room is she in?" And he's like, uh, "She's in room three twenty six." And he and they go up to three twenty six. Hi, Serena. Do you have a hundred dollars and a pink taser? And she's like, "Yeah, just a second. And they arrested her. Okay, that that woman. She she's dumb. That was dumb. She did not think that one all the way through. Although, you know, we can say this is not the first crazy, stupid idiot who maybe should have thought it all the way through. Right. Yeah. I'm looking her up on Facebook. Criminals are dumb. They are. Oh, Thankfully, look! So many people have already yeah. looked her up. Uh, nope, I don't see her. That's the rest of us are out here scheming, you know, and getting away with it because yeah. we're smart. Because <laughs> we're smart. We're smart criminals. We're smart. We're smart. Okay. Um, are you or are you not a knock? <laughs> a what? A knock. Remember that movie? Uh, what is that from again? Um, the Departed? No. No, it's the... Uh, Ted? No. It's... Um, Keep saying them, Grant. Just any, don't, anything just, that takes heart and Don't say anything <laughs> and then I can get it out of my brain. It's... Oh, what's her name? She speaks German because her mom's German. Oh, it's uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. and Heat. Melissa. Great movie. Heat. Yeah, it's so good. The, my favorite part is when she stick or when the knife gets stuck in her leg, <laughs> oh, and then she's like, "I'm going to take it out," and she takes it out, and then the bad guy comes back. And she's like, "I'm sorry, I got to put it back." Put it back. In. In. <laughs> so great. Okay. Anyway. Oh. Um, we need to go somewhere else. Okay, where are we going? Saint Petersburg, not Russia. Florida. Florida. And I want to tell you about a guy who got away with something that, well, he got away with it for a little bit anyway, that perhaps you might have been, um, or you might yourself think is actually kind of cool. So, it turns out this guy got, somehow got inside the, and I am not a sports person, excuse me, A1 Lang, or Al Lang, is it Al Lang? It must be Al Lang, stadium, <laughs> I don't well, it could be A1 Lang. It could be sponsored by A1. Right? Like the A1 Lang <laughs> Stadium. Um, and the guy's name is Daniel Albert Neha, and he's 39 years old, and he was arrested Sunday after a cleaning crew happened upon him. Oh. It turns out, get this, so Daniel somehow broke into Al Lang studio, Stadium. Or A1 Lang. Or A1 Stadium. We don't know. And lived inside a luxury suite for two weeks. He had, I mean, he was enjoying it. He was staying there, found some razors, some shaving cream, uh, some blankets. That is kind of cool. Um, they haven't been cleaning these spaces because of COVID or whatever. He had he uh, found a bunch of team clothing, so he was wearing some some team jerseys. He found a bunch of food at the concessions, so he was snacking his way throughout the stadium. And apparently, he got there. He got inside like on July 26. Nobody knows how he ended up getting in. That is impressive. He ended up stealing about a thousand dollars worth of clothes, consumed about two hundred and fifty dollars worth of cocktails. Oof. Um, which seems kind of like I mean, I feel like he could have done better. 
True. <laughs> Two hundred and fifty bucks. Thousand like in a, clothes. And... I bet there were mini bottles though. Yeah. Well, it's possible. Or maybe you know. they just had one of those guns. You know, like the beverage gun. <laughs> you just, you just, just sat, under sat it. underneath it. Wouldn't that be fun to just stick your mouth on the beverage gun? Not, not during times of COVID. Well, if you're alone and you've sanitized. <laughs> if it's, if it's a, if it's my own beverage gun, totally. In the yeah. middle of a stadium, I think you'd be uh, empty. You're probably stadium. fine. You're yeah. probably fine. Although you don't know if there's slime Although, in the ice machine. Let's be clear, right, Bradley? Slime in the ice machine, uh, Marvin Zindler. The, um, let's be clear though. Soda out of a gun is not preferable. The soda Wait, where can. do you like it? Out of a can? No, I like a fountain drink. No, yeah, but the the line is never. There's something always wrong with that, like the way it brings together the two. Yeah, the merge. Yeah, like so when you're on a cruise ship. Pro tip: if you have the beverage package, you always ask for a can. Hmm. Because well, otherwise, they'll give it to you out of the fountain, and it's not as you know. Hey, not as I'm good. sorry. We we still have crazy, stupid idiots to talk about, but I have a question for you because you just said cruise ship. Are there cruise ships cruising right now? Yes, just not in the United States. Oh, cool. Meaning not ships leaving from that have ports com- or uh, right. itineraries common for American gotcha. cruise ships, even though they're technically not American cruise ships. But I think there are some in like the South Pacific and other parts of the world that are allowed to operate. That's so interesting. Um, let's see. We do have time for one more crazy, stupid idiot. This one, we're going to Manitoba, Canada. Fun. We haven't been to Canada. In a we while. haven't. Um, here's what happened. A 19-year-old drunk guy in Manitoba, Canada, was running from the cops. It was about 5 a.m. on a Saturday, and someone had called the cops on him for causing a disturbance. The cops showed up. The guy ran. And he hopped in the backseat of a cab and he goes, take me to 7th Street, bro. But there's a problem. What? The cab he got into was not a cab. Oh, no. Was it a police car? It was in an unmarked cop car. What are the chances? I mean, I don't know. At 5 a.m. and he's drunk, probably pretty good. Also, who thinks that there's a cab, like a taxi cab anymore? <laughs> You know Just what I mean? Like for you, like when you're a, hop into. a young person, do you even know what a taxi cab looks like? Because I don't know. Great a good question. Point. Most Great people point. would just be used to Ubers, right? I mean, I don't know what they get up to in Manitoba. That just feels like a cab-heavy place to me, right? I've never been. But it feels it, like a cab-heavy place. I'm just saying it doesn't. It, <laughs> yeah, it not, just no, I'm more like a snowmobile place. Or yeah. yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I feel like Manitoba is like stuck in the 90s or something. Am I wrong? Oh God, I've never been. The poor people of Manitoba. I don't enough. know. Sorry, Manitoba. Am I? Um, I haven't. Been, I've never been. In any case, they did not <laughs> take him to Seventh Street. They took him to a holding cell to sober up. He I did wind up not He literally being picked the loser lottery, like, or won the loser lottery. Like, of all the cars that you were right? going to hop into, you pick an unmarked cop car. What right? are the chances? I know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Holly is not able to run the throwback live as you know it from the place where she sits. However... She is going to run another game. Ooh. This is a game that we played uh, a couple weeks ago, Bradley, when you were gone. You have not had the opportunity to play this. It's called Movie Quote or Song Lyric. 
we'll play that when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. When did we all stop believing in magic? Usually at this time on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We play a little game called the Throwback Live. We are not going to do that today. Nope. Because for uh, reasons, we are not all together in a space where Holly can run this in the way that, you know, we we deserve. And the way so, that you, the listener, That's what deserve. I meant. The way you deserve. And so we've decided to just, for funsies, play a different game. Funsies. And Bradley, this is one that we kind of invented while you were um, away. Funsies. It is a game called Movie Line or Song Lyric. So Holly, would you like to explain how this goes? Funsies. <laughs> you yes, want some, so. like, game show music? Yeah, sure. You got a little Spanish flea? Oh, I, I don't really know that this feels like a no, game to me. <laughs> That's fine. No, we were Look rolling down. with oh, it, Bradley. Throw it out there. Yeah, throw it out Okay, not oh, that mood. That kind of game. All right, what's our game? Tell us about it. All right. If we're not going to do bu- dueling banjos. So we've got there a game. There we go. Mm. Thank you. All right, Colleen and Bradley, it's time to play song or movie. So here are the rules of the game. I'm going to give you five quotes. They are either from a movie or they are from a lyric of a song. Mm. Colleen and Bradley, you have to identify whether the following is a lyric from a song or a quote from a movie. Simple as that. And there's no buzzing in. We're just going to give Colleen and Bradley the opportunity to guess. So they both get to guess, and then I will tell them what it is. Okay. Okay. Do it. Excited. <laughs> okay. Here is our first song We're really lyric. setting the mood here. Or movie window. quote. Okay. Air it out. I don't want to talk about the things we've gone through. Though it's hurting me, it's now history. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Colleen first. Colleen? That is a, is song, that a movie quote. That is a song lyric. Colleen says it's a song lyric, Bradley. Alex, is that a song lyric? I'm going to take song lyrics for a thousand. <laughs> well, Colleen and Bradley, give yourself a ding for that one. Because that is a song lyric. I like it when we work together. <laughs> but I don't know what song oh, no, it's from. Wait, let me, can I, can you repeat the the lyric just again? Because I think I can sing it out if you give oh. me the first few words. All right, Bradley, here we go. I don't want to talk about the things we've gone through. I don't want to talk about things we've gone through, though it's hurting me. That's your history. history. I played all my cards, and that's what you've done too. We figured it made sense. No self confidence. I'm making stuff up. That's so good. But the winner takes it all. So that's ABBA, the winner takes it all. Yes, that's a good one. Sorry, double air horns. (laughs) Hey, it's Friday, right? That was fun. Okay, that was good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how you play the game. All right. Cool. So here is your second entry. So Colleen and Bradley, is this a song lyric Mm. or a movie line? Mm. When you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, mm-hmm. you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Okay. 
Bradley first. I'm going to go to you, Bradley, first. Is that a song lyric or a movie quote? I don't know why, but I feel like it's a movie lyric. That's movie lyric, a movie quote, line from a movie. And I am going to say it's a line from a movie, and I'm going to go for extra credit and tell you it is from When Harry Met Sally. Oh, Double air horn for Colleen. Pew, 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 pew. Boom. I won. I mean, that question. I won. No, you question. didn't. I got win. extra credit, though. We, there's no extra credit. And uh, how about this? I'll tell you who said it. Huh? That's you. Like, That's we both Billy got it Crystal. right. Billy FYI. Crystal's so character two said for it. Two. He played Harry. It's fine. Two for two. Nice. All right. But not like Chuck Woolery, because, you know. <laughs> we're not doing no, that we're not right doing now. Chuck Woolery right now. Uh, All right, here's our, our third line. Okay. Mm-mm. Is this a song lyric or a movie quote, Colleen and Bradley? I can't live if living is without you. Oh, come on. I can't live. Oh, come on. I can't give anymore. Just do it with me, Bradley. Ready? I can't live if living is without you. I can't live if give anymore. I can't live. Who is that? I mean, I hear all the I hear all the dogs barking right now. Who is it? Harry Nielsen. Yes, that is a song lyric. The song's without you, but you might know it from Mariah Carey's cover of the song when she did "Unplugged" back in the day. Mm -hmm. That's probably Mm -hmm. where I know it from. Yeah. All right. Dings for both of you. Good job. Dings for the dongs. Dings to the left. Dongs to to the the right. Dongs to the right. (laughs) What is that from? That was the poem. That Chris Pratt wrote. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> Never forget. Chris Pratt actually wrote those words as poetry. Mm-hmm. Dings to the left. Dongs, dongs to, to the right. <laughs> Future Nobel laureate right there. there he and is. and a new father. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. Here's our fourth song lyric or movie quote. So far. Holly and Bradley listen carefully. Okay. We're tied. Yeah. I wish. I knew how to quit you. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a movie line. That's a movie line. Now for extra credit, bonus points for both of us. I wish I knew how to quit you. That's from Brokeback, Brokeback Mountain. Mountain. Double ding. Air horns. Pew, 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 pew. A movie I've never actually seen. That, I, I don't know why that, well, no, that actually doesn't shock me at all. Do you know why it doesn't shock me? <laughs> because there's so many obvious movies I should No, seen. because it was really popular and everybody was talking about it. And sometimes, Bradley, yeah. you do a thing where you're like, well, if everybody's talking about it, I'm not going also, to. Also, it was a weird, like, I will say, I don't think, I don't want to make more out of this than there is, but there is like this whole like weird gay thing where it was like, I don't need to go, I don't know. I think at that point in my life, I was very like... Like you didn't need to you watch need the to taboo tell me gay what, movie. What it's like to be gay, although like I don't know what it's like to be a gay cowboy. So <laughs> as much as I know how to do the YMCA, thank you. Um, for specifying. I was more the fireman. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. We've got one more <laughs> song lyric. <laughs> the descriptions there were just great. Oh. Uh, <laughs> All right, right, so what are how many is that so far? Four? Have we gotten all of these right so far? Yes. We are on fire. Mm -hmm. Here is our last 
song lyric or movie quote. Okay, okay. Colleen and Bradley. What we've got here is a failure to communicate. Mm. Mm. I, that one I think is a movie quote. I would say that's definitely a movie quote, and I'm going to try to pull this out. Let's do this. Oh, whoa. Between... Okay, Bradley. <laughs> I mean, I know it's Friday, <laughs> but I don't think we need to pull it out. <laughs> hey. Um, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> Let's see. Say that one more time, Holly. What we've got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, I can I can hear this, but I don't know. Do you have any idea, Colleen? What um, we've got here is a failure to communicate. I feel like that's from Apollo 13. <laughs> That'd be kind of a good guess, is it? Good, good guess, but no. Wrong. What is it? I, I have no Buzz idea. Buzz for you. It's from the movie Cool Hand Luke. Oh. oh. I mean, it stars never Paul Newman, that. so you can get that saber dance back out if you want. hey Why, does he like Thank to touch you. himself? <laughs> no, but maybe some people like to touch themselves. Oh, to Paul Newman? <laughs> I really do like his Fig Newmans, or whatever they're called. <laughs> Fig Newtons! No, but he has his own line of Fig Newmans. they were Newmans. called Fig Newmans? Yeah, because you know Newman's own. Yeah, because... Oh. His... Yeah, he's very punny with his brand of uh, salad dressings and snacks. His lemonade, when I was growing up, was like my favorite thing in the whole wide world. That was a special treat to have at my house. If we got the Newman's own lemonade, like it was a good week at 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 my house growing up. I wonder if you can still get that. Oh, I'm sure you can. When we come back, it'll be Monday. Lori and Julia are coming up next to hang out with you. Thank you for spending this week with us. Hey, everybody, have a great weekend and stay safe, okay? See you Monday. Bye. Bye. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.